0: You're listening to a Tiger Hall podcast. For more interviews with many of the world's most inspiring business leaders, uploaded daily, download Tiger Hall from the App Store or Google Play.
1: Our careers are long, and thinking about how you can not just get new experience, but also how you can be valuable to a new employer is important. So you have to be able to show that you are bringing something to the table.
0: We're in the Tiger Hall with Michelle Guthrie. Uh, Michelle, your career is... Amazing. And what I really love about it is that it doesn't follow an obvious path at all. You started out as a lawyer, then you moved into media and then private equity, where you were managing director at Google, and then into public broadcasting. So I mean, this is not a straight line. So what I want to ask you about is how people can move between industries successfully and identify the transferable skills that will allow them to do so. So to start with, Let's just imagine that you're mentoring me and I say to you, oh, Michelle, I I really want to do this, but I don't have the experience. What would you say back to me?
1: Well, I think the important thing, as you said, is around those transferable skills. So don't focus on your experience per se, but... What skills have you developed as a result of that experience? And how transferable are they either to different industries, to a different geography, to a different company? I'll give you an example. When I think about what my key skills are, um, you look at those thematics in my experience. It's around partnerships in BD. BD second is around APAC experience, and third is around growth and transformation. So what you're looking for is not to say, I know about media and technology and private equity. It's more about okay, I can do partnerships. Well, could I do partnerships in for a retailer? Yes. Could I do partnerships in BD for a manufacturing company? Yes. My experience in APAC, again, is cross-sector. So, again, the idea that I'm stuck in media or technology or even private equity at this point, well, I could bring my skills to a consumer goods company, for example, in APAC. And as you think about the final theme of growth and transformation, well, you can help a startup to grow or, or a scale up to scale up, but you can also work for an organization as old as the ABC have been around for more than 80 years to transform a very old organization to make sure that it is fit for purpose for a new generation of listeners and viewers.
0: Hmm. I mean, once again, this is you making things sound so easy. <laughs> could you, um, could you share a little bit about your story and how you've moved around?
1: Well, I started as a lawyer and the idea that when I was at law school that I would ever imagine that I would be running the public broadcaster in Australia is quite ludicrous. Um, <laughs> and I've always thought of my career not as a ladder, but more as a pyramid where you're slightly going across across and up, or you might go ac- across and across for a little while before you go up. And sometimes you might actually step down for a bit and and move across before you go up to the, the pinnacle again. And I think you know when when i think about my experience starting as a lawyer i was very interested in media and i was doing a lot of legal work for media companies and it became natural that i not only um, was the lawyer on a transaction but ultimately i was the business development person on the transaction as well because i was sitting in all the meetings and i picked up the ability to understand business models and understand ways in which we could structure partners Or joint ventures. And you know, ultimately I moved into an operational role and as CEO of, of Star TV. But when it came to my next role, I was really fascinated by finance and private equity. Um, it was really the the boom time of private equity in, in 2007. And I really joined a firm that was concentrating on media and technology investments. So while I didn't have a private equity background, I really had the media experience and the partnership experience at my role at Star TV to be able to then apply that in my private equity role. And I would then add private equity skills on top of that and learn those. And then when I joined Google, I must admit, my daughters laughed and said, but mommy, you know nothing about technology. And I, I tried to point out to them that I didn't think Google was hiring me for my coding ability, but okay. my ability in a partnerships role to work with the top 150 partners of Google across APAC in order to help them use Google products. And then, um, you know, coming back to Australia to the ABC, the thing that I was trying to do there was to really pull on all of my experience. So my experience at Google, my experience in partnerships and my experience in media to be able to you know, come back to a CEO role.
0: Okay, Can we give people some actionable steps? How can people show that their skills are transferable?
1: Well, I think it is about thinking about how you can apply what you've learnt so far to a new role. So as you think in practical terms, you can say, well, I only have experience in India, for example, or I only have experience in Malaysia. But what has that experience taught you? And what are the, the fundamental skill sets that you could then apply to a role that covered Indonesia, for example, or to a new industry? The best advice I can also give is try not to change industries, geographies, and role all, you know, and, and company all at the same time. The way I always thought about it was if I have lots of skills in business development and partnership in media, well, how do I bring that? to, so for example, private equity, but I'm still fundamentally doing the same industry. So I was still fundamentally covering, you know, uh, media and, and technology industries. So I think the idea of going into private equity and covering manufacturing would have been a step too far for me. It's almost doing it one step at a time and thinking about if I've got experience, for example, in Southeast Asia, how do I add to the, to that by in the same industry having an APAC-wide responsibility. So not trying to have an APAC-wide responsibility for the first time as well as changing industries or changing companies. I think it's a few steps sort of sideways and diagonally rather than trying to do too many things at the same time because our careers are long and thinking about how you can not just get new experience but also how you can be valuable to a new employer is important. So you have to be able to show that you are bringing something to the table.
0: For a lot of people, I'm wondering, Michelle, if, if confidence is going to be a big issue. Because you have to have the confidence to say, yes, I know I haven't done quite that, but but I think I can really do it. And just in relation to that, I kind of want to touch on the... There's a diversity element to this, right? We, we've all seen the statistics that women tend to only apply for roles where they have 100% of the right experience. I mean, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Oh, I mean, that's very close to my heart. I mean... I don't feel that I am lacking in confidence at all. But I must admit, while I was at at Google, I was encouraged to apply for a role. And when I looked at the job description, I didn't have that experience. It asked for experience in an advertising agency or in a chief marketing officer role. And I didn't have that experience. I'd never worked for an ad agency before and I'd never been a CMO. And, you know, I was encouraged to chat to the hiring manager anyway. And when I finished my chat with him, he said, you're perfect for the role. And I said, but I don't have ad agency experience or marketing experience. And he said... You've run a media company, and I said yes, but it never said in the job description run have run a media company. (laughs) Uh, And he said, but that's better than than actually having ad agency experience or marketing experience. I said, I didn't think of it that way, right? And so I do think, particularly, you know, women have to take a chance. And what's the worst can happen? You don't get the job. But at at the very least, actually have the conversation and think about what skills are fundamentally required rather than, again, that experience. I mean, I I clearly didn't take my own advice because, you know, the key thing for me was, look, you know, I don't want to waste anyone's time and I don't fit the job description.
0: One thing that I'm thinking of, Michelle, I'm putting myself in the position that, right, I want to make a slightly odd-looking move. I want to do something, but I don't feel like I have the the right, skills I'm thinking how do I present myself in my CV and in the initial letter to get my foot in the door to show them how fantastic I am in real life Look,
1: I think it is about trying to distill what are those themes that are important so what are the consistent themes in your in your experience so as you think about your last two or three roles what was similar to those, you know, in those roles and how did you develop that skill set over time and how can you demonstrate that that skill set is completely applicable to the new role? Um, you know, ask questions in your interview as you think about applying in a, in a cover letter. Think about what are those things in your experience that people will say, wow, that would be useful to, to you know, in this role. And so, you know, again, try to put yourself into the shoes of the person who is is doing the assessment of you and saying, what are they going to be looking for? Are they looking for somebody who is going to work very hard? Are they looking for somebody who is not going to be focused as much on their title, but as kind of rolling up their sleeves and getting some things done? Well, how can I demonstrate that? So thinking about you know, again, not just about saying, I have five years experience in a technology company or three years experience here, but thinking about what are those personality traits that they're looking for? Um, What are the, you know, things that show your passion? What are the things that show your curiosity? What are the things that show your ability to work effectively in a team? What shows you know your initiative and your ability to push against insurmountable obstacles so thinking about those kinds of of career you know character traits and more than actually listing off your experience per se
0: okay so to wrap this up michelle do you have any final thoughts or words of encouragement for people going through this
1: yeah look i think don't overthink things. Don't plan too much. I mean, I I think if you, if you think again about my experience and say, how on earth did a lawyer end, you know, end up running partnerships at Google in Singapore? You know, Google didn't exist when I graduated from high school. Um, you know, actually, pay TV didn't exist when I graduated from high school. So when you think about industries, don't just think about industries that that have been around for a while, think of ones that have just started up, because it's something that will help you actually get a whole lot of experience that no one has experience in a a startup, Um, you know, in a a new startup product or a startup sector. So think about actually taking a chance on something that is really going to stretch you and, and, you know, make you uncomfortable.